0: I'm going to speak to you on a subject this morning, and it's, it, it, it's, I need, really need God's help, and I'm going to take a minute just to pray, if you'll pray with me. Lord, I thank you so much for your visitation the Holy Spirit this morning in this incredible worship, and that just blesses me. It makes it so much easier. But I want to ask you, Lord, to inspire my heart and my brain, to communicate my mouth, to communicate what you want us to grasp and get hold of this morning on this matter, uh, that you've let me just speak about, and I pray for that direction and that anointing this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Open your word to us. Open your word to us. Make us be able to grasp it and understand it, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. You know, what I want to talk to you about this morning is integrity. Integrity. Yeah, wow. Because, I say wow because I agree with Greg, wow because we are seeing a greater decline in integrity than we are in morality. If you can believe that, at my estimation, in the United States, in the world, it's epidemic. It's pandemic. It's 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 incredible. The slide from integrity. I mean, they're saying that the confidence in our government is lower right now than anybody can remember in our recorded history. I mean, nobody believes anything the government says anymore, anything the officials say anymore, because nobody seems to have any in what. Integrity, integrity, and I want to try to define, well, just let me give you some examples of, of why I think that the Lord wants me to speak about this. Just think about Obamacare, you can have your own doctor, right? Yeah, right, okay. Uh, how about IRS and Lois Lerner, you know, and, and the Tea Party and conservative organizations being targeted? Uh, uh, how about Hillary Clinton and State Department and Benghazi? How about, uh, uh, go back a little bit with the church, Jim Baker and PTL? Or Jimmy Swaggart and prostitutes? Uh, how about uh, uh, Iran and the nuclear thing? North Korea and the missile thing? Uh, Pakistan and, and, and jailing the doctor that exposed uh, bin Laden? Uh, how about China uh, uh, and, and all of the... I can't begin to list the issues with China. Afghanistan with that president of theirs, you know, and Iraq, with the recent president that's been ousted uh, of, of Iraq... And how about Russia with Putin and the Ukraine? I, I can go on and on and on. I mean, it, it, we have incredible issues going on with, partner, with, uh, with, with integrity all over the world. And then there's, right here in this church and in our midst and amongst our friends, partnerships. How many partnerships have you heard of where one of the partners run off with all the money? Huh? I mean, most of them that I've known about, you know. And we have some uh, very current right here in the church. And, 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 uh uh uh, uh, my, my co-worker in India right now, uh, having a huge issue, huh? got lawsuits, both criminal and civil, He's trying to steal all the money, trying to steal the house, the ministry house, and, and it, it, it just goes on and on. Uh, I just heard on the news this morning uh, that the Texas toy run, bikers, you know, have this toy run that their, their leaders stole them $71,000. Integrity issue. They're devastated. They're going to go on with the bike ride today which is great. Uh, we have a member in the church here can't get paid by his employers. Had to get another job because the former employer wouldn't pay him. Uh, it, it, the, these are integrity issues that are confronting all of us, our families and, and our friends uh, in, in huge uh, magnitude, volume these days. And that's why I think it's so important that we talk about it. And, and you might say, who me? That's the title I titled this. Who me? Integrity? Well, you know, as believers, we think of ourselves as really being, uh, you know, people of integrity. We have every every reason to. And 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 uh, and yet, I want to try to help us see today that we have issues of integrity almost every minute of every day. If I can I hope that I can communicate that. Text Isaiah eleven five. Justice will be like a belt around his waist. Integrity will be like a belt around his hips. Hmm? Isaiah 11.5 And and the thing that I want to communicate today comes from Psalm 36.3 Trust in the Lord and do what is right. Settle in the land and maintain your integrity. Integrity. Well, what's that mean? Settle in the land and maintain your integrity. Now, what I do, I'm gone six months of the year in India, and I'm back here doing deputation, itinerating, trying to raise support, not for ourselves, but for the ministry. We, we, we have our social security, and I raise money for the workers in India. And, 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 uh, uh, I, 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 I literally teach one lesson a year. I teach it everywhere I go. I feel like the Lord impresses me with something. And last year, what I spoke on was, Do what's right. Do what's right. Sounds good, doesn't it? In the course of the year, I felt tremendously impressed. The Lord said, now wait a minute, that was good, but it's deeper than that. And integrity is what's deeper than just doing what is right. The old covenant is law. You do the law, you do what's right. But nobody could do what was right. Right? (laughs) Right? As much as we want to, as much as we intend to, as much as we desire to, we don't do what's right many times. And so we have a handicap. (laughs) We're challenged to do what is right. But integrity is an issue of the heart. It's a new covenant. You see, if there's nothing else I communicate to you today, I hope it's this this distinction between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, because for me, it was life-changing. I was like in ministry 35, 40 years before this, this captured me. I mean, you know, I went to seminary and did it all. Uh, I was a Navy chaplain. I mean, you know, I've, 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 I have no excuse. But the distinction between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant didn't grasp me until about oh, 15 years back. The Old Covenant are steps, principles, concepts of which you can find hundreds of books in your Christian bookstore. Steps, principles, concepts. Do these things, you're good to go. I'm sorry, saints, but that's Old Covenant. The New Covenant is represented by Hebrews 10.16. I will put my laws on their hearts and write them in their minds. That's integrity. That's integrity. It comes from the inside. I don't know if you can get a hold of that. It's life-changing if you can, because you'll expend your life trying to obey the rules and follow the steps and, 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 to success and and, and 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 spirituality and and etc. Et the concepts and so. But if you'll seek to be intimate with God and get Him in your heart to where He's living His character, His life. Through you, integrity will be at the heart of it. It'll be at the heart of it. Now, uh, Kurt, just let me give you. Uh, Trying to get us in contact. Do you have any trouble choosing a mechanic to work on your car, or to fix your wash machine, or put a roof on your house? Why? Because who can you trust? Who can you trust? Integrity issue, a huge, you know, how about when you buy or sell a used car privately? Hmm? Huge integrity challenges. You know, well, I just won't mention that, or he just doesn't mention that, or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Integrity issues. See, it's a crucial, pivotal issue in daily life. Who can you trust? Where I live in India, not just my part of India, but in the nation of India uh <laughs> integrity has no bearing it has no bearing uh <laughs> it, 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 it it's it's not part of the culture it's just not um i've said for years I've been going to India for 27 years working in in, in India, and and I've worked all over the world, but I go back to India every year, every year. And I've always said that an Indian will sell their mother and their firstborn child for property or money. And I didn't mean it cynically, Uh, it's just the truth. I've seen pastors, apostles, if you will, bishops, great men of God, anybody, when it comes, it's a spirit of greed, it really is. There is a principality of greed in India. Even though they're very poor people, on average, greed is a prevailing uh, cultural value that drives them. Uh, And Westerners, we Westerners, assume that the rest of the world share our Judeo-Christian values. That's where we just fall in a pit. Uh, That's why our foreign policies fail almost universally. Because we think that other people think like we do. They do not. Integrity has no bearing in India whatsoever. Uh, it's simply not remotely true. Uh, you, know, you know, in our service academies, uh, you know, in, in, in West Point, Annapolis, and so forth, the integrity is described, is defined, in, in, their, in their, their vows that they take uh, uh, as no cheating, No stealing and no lying. No cheating, no stealing, and no lying. In India, it's simply a matter of who pays the most. It's very simple. And and, and civil servants, policemen, uh, government officials, whoever pays them the most, that's who they will support. it's, It's a very simple process. And for those of us who are believers and don't bribe, that makes for a very complicated life issue to manage, to get anything done uh, because you won't won't participate (laughs) in their system. Uh, They'll be responsive to the party in a dispute that pays the best. Even attorneys, even though you may have retained the attorney, whoever pays the most gets the service. Gets the backing. Am I exaggerating? No, saints. I am not. That's the culture that, 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 that is there, that, that I live in and work in. Um, now, Riparas Ministries is the name of our ministry. We uh, have our, our um, newsletter in the bulletin. This year, for the first time after all these years, by God's grace, miraculously, we have become registered with the government just like we are here in the United States as a 501c3, you know, with the IRS. We have become registered in, in India, just like we are in, in America. And it's miracle Because even though in their constitution they have freedom of religion, it's a Hindu a country. It's, it's nine, almost it's 85% Hindu. And, and you have to... to I mean, they, they make the rules as they go along. And, and missionaries are illegal for all intents and purposes, you say, and, and so they make the rules up to keep you. They've blocked us all these many, many years after many applications and attempts to become registered properly by the government. We've had to operate under the radar, uh, and, and only last year we, we became registered. Uh, so it's a great praise to God. As soon as I got to India last year, I, got, I was impressed that I should get an attorney and go to work on it once more. I got a Christian attorney, went to the capital city of our state, got a Christian attorney, in quotes... And my Indian co-worker didn't want us to become registered. Now I know why. Uh, because he's trying to steal everything. Okay? <laughs> um, I, I should say my former Indian co-worker. <laughs> uh, after 16 years, if you can get that. Um, and he paid the attorney more, and that was the end of the attorney's work. He did nothing, nothing else. That's just, that's just normal. That's just normal. Had to find, had to find, had to find a Hindu attorney that I could put some confidence in. <laughs> now, let's talk about integrity. And Now, I, I love uh, Alan for the way that he teaches Scripture objectively. He takes a passage of Scripture and he teaches us objectively. That's what you call that, where he goes right down the passage and where that passage takes them, that's where we go. Today, however, I'm going to teach you subjectively, which means by subject. The subject is integrity. So I'm going to use a whole bunch of Scriptures... That bear on integrity. So please try to stay with me, uh, and I'll try to help uh, help you do that. Beginning with Psalm 31:23, "Love the Lord, all you godly ones. The Lord protects faithful people. Now, uh, and He pays back in full those who act arrogantly. Now, faithfulness is defined as always doing what you say you will do." Faithfulness. And I've been walking with God for over 65 years, and the one thing that I always say about the Lord is, God is faithful. He always does what He says He will do. But do you think that faithfulness is a part of integrity? Yes, indeed. Faithfulness is very much a part of integrity. The Lord protects faithful people. Psalm 25, 21. By the way, Integrity is a many-faceted thing. That's what makes it a little difficult to teach. It's like a diamond, you know, that has all these facets, you know, angles. And it has many facets, but it's, it's one gem. It's one gem. And I'm, going, I'm running through some facets of integrity. Integrity, uh, Psalm 25:21. Integrity and honesty will protect me because I wait for you. How about honesty? Is honesty a, a, a facet? of integrity. Remember the, the code in the military academies, no lying at the service academies? Honesty. I'm telling you the truth. Job 2, 3. The Lord asked Satan, have you thought about my servant Job? Uh, uh, he's talk, the Lord's talking to Satan. Uh, no one in the world is like him. He is a man of integrity. He is decent. Uh, he fears God, and he stays away from evil. And he still holds on to his principles. You're you're trying to provoke me into ruining him for no reason. Listen, Job is decent, fears God, stays away from evil, and holds on to his principles. More integrity. Hmm? More integrity. First Kings nine four. If you will be faithful to me, uh, this is this is God to Solomon. If you will be faithful to me as your father David was with a sincere and upright heart, do everything I command and keep my laws and rules, etc. Is sincerity a part of integrity? Sincerity. Genesis thirty thirty three. 33. This is Jacob. My integrity will testify for me later on when you come to verify that I've taken only the wages we agreed on if I have in my possession any goat that is not speckled or spotted or any sheep that is not dark colored, it will be considered stolen. Reputation is an integral part of integrity. If, you're in, if your reputation is shot, we're not much good to the Lord. We're not much good, or anybody else, frankly. Yeah, Psalm 132 9. May your priests be clothed with integrity. May your your loyal followers shout for joy. Loyalty is a key aspect of integrity. To a fault, to a hurt, till it's painful, loyalty. Proverbs 11.3 The integrity of the upright guides them, but the crookedness of the unfaithful destroys them. Guidance. How many of you want to be guided by the Lord and the Holy Spirit, huh? integrity is integral to guidance. Did you just hear it? The integrity of the upright guides them. Guides them. And if I could could just whip back to my, my text, as for me, you uphold me because of my integrity, you allow me permanent access to your presence. How many of you want to have permanent access to the presence of God? I call that intimacy. Intimacy has... It has some implications physiologically and so forth. It's the deepest kind of relationship, right? Intimacy with God. I crave intimacy with God. It's part of this, of this new covenant. huh? Integrity written on our hearts. The laws written on our hearts. Intimacy, it will always be there. It will jump up in your face when it's in your heart. You don't have to be processing the rules and concepts and principles and trying to, to, to abide by them. Now, this this integrity thing, it's universal in its international implications. In Proverbs 29.10, bloodthirsty people hate someone with integrity. As for the upright, they seek his life. How about terrorists, huh? Are they bloodthirsty people? You think? (laughs) Yeah? And lack of integrity gives them a license to kill. Think about that. How deep does that go? Like cutting heads off, beheading people? Huh? Uh, Habakkuk 2.4 Look, the one whose desires are not upright will faint from exhaustion, but the person of integrity will live because of his faithfulness. Nations that lack integrity will fail and ultimately wither and disappear. I give to you Yugoslavia and Czechoslovakia as examples. And as for individuals, How about Saddam Hussein or Hugo Chavez? God has a way of dealing with those who have no integrity. They will wither and disappear. Proverbs 28.6 A poor person who walks in his integrity is better than one who is perverse in his ways, even though he is rich. Hmm? How about, for example, the United Kingdom before 1947 when they betrayed Israel? and did not support and back Israel. You know, I was shocked when Scotland was ta- voting about withdrawing from the United Kingdom. I was shocked to realize the United Kingdom is only four nations now. It used to be tens of nations. It's down to four. It, it, it was a, one of the richest systems in the world in times past. But for lack of integrity, they're down to what, four. Okay? And then how about America before World War II? Before our decline, our serious, severe decline that we're experiencing. Uh, Galatians 6, 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And so it is with nations. How about the Soviet Union? Here today, gone tomorrow. Just shocking. Shocking, wasn't it? You know, the wall coming down and all these things. Whatever you sow, you will certainly reap. Integrity engenders respect, while the lack of it engenders contempt and releases people to outdo you in your wickedness. Now, let me explain what I'm saying. In our complaint uh, in India, you know, the legal complaint, the the attorney got confused, and he said that, that my uh, in, uh, former... Indian co-worker, became enraged and threw a fit kind of a thing. You know, became very angry and and aggressive and and, and dangerous. And the truth of the matter is, he didn't. He stayed very calm. He's very calculating, very calm. And and I was trying to, uh, once we established Thrive Harvest, uh, we needed to transfer the house from his name to the ministry's name, and he refused. And so that's what the legal issue is about, is getting the house transferred, uh, ministry house, to, to, to the church. And and, um, uh, the attorney said that he got upset. Well, I couldn't get him to give me a yes or a no that whether or not he would transfer it. He was on and on and on with all kinds of proposals. And finally, I slapped my hand down on the table and said, okay, I get it. I get it. The answer is no. And I stood up and walked out of the room. So it was me, not him, who who became, uh, you know, upset some. I didn't throw a tantrum or anything. I just said, we're finished. (laughs) Okay? End of story. Well, see, if I let that stand in the complaint, he will take that as an opportunity to do more wickedness because look how how Bob lied. Look how Bob misrepresented the truth. Do you follow me? If you involve yourself in the smallest amount of integrity, your adversary will take that as permission for a huge amount of wickedness and evil. And that's why it's so integral and critical that the United States have all, all... Utmost integrity, because our enemies will take it as an opportunity to cut people's heads off, if you will. Okay? Now, uh, I guess politi- politicians only exceed lawyers for lack of integrity. Lawyers also known as liars. Uh, well, by the way, my youngest son is a lawyer, so <laughs> I'll take that liberty. Uh, you know, the, the United States is paying dearly for its lack of integrity all over the world in these last days. And I just want to remind you that as far as any of us can tell in Scripture, the United States is not mentioned in the Scriptures in the last days. And up until now, I couldn't get my head around that. I couldn't. But in recent last few years, I can see how the United States could decline to where it's not even a player in world affairs in the last days. Now, you may say that's, that's, uh, that's foolishness. You may not agree with me, but let's just see. Let's just see. Uh, things are not going well for us, integrity-wise. Hmm? Yeah? Okay. Integrity. It's application for you and me. You know, uh, we, you've heard the saying, what they don't know won't hurt them, or that's good enough for government work. The, 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 those, are, those are integrity issues. Those are integrity issues. Time and time again, I'm finding myself in the last couple of years going back, literally turning around and going back and doing something fully and completely and perfectly. Uh, Almost like an OCD uh, obsession. I mean, you know, just for the sake of integrity, just for the sake of doing it right, just for the sake uh, uh, of... Because the Holy Spirit told me to, if you will. So you protest. I don't lie. I don't cheat. I don't steal. But we live our lives so often according to other people's expectations instead of the Lord's expectations. Are you with me? We do and we say. We call it politically correct. You can call it what you please. People pleasing. Call it what you wish. But many times we betray integrity by trying to be the nice guy or trying to be agreeable. Or acceptable or liked. Uh, it, it can be very, very painful sometimes speaking the truth, huh? standing up for what's right. And, and, and I challenge you that, you see, we're confronted with integrity issues nearly by the minute in our everyday lives. You'll probably have to make an integrity related choice here before you leave this building. By way of illustration, quickly I'll close. We're coming down the road, we come in the driveway, we're fighting with our wife about something. Arguing, shouting, going on. You know how it is. I've been married long enough to know. We get in, we come in the front door, the greeter, how are you? Oh, I'm fine, fine. Smiles, oh, yes, yes. I, everything's wonderful. And, and we praise God and we worship God. And our, our glorious uh, worship leader, huh? And we, we we thank the pastor for his incredible message from the Word of God. We get in the car, we hit the driveway, and bam—we're right back into the same same argument, fighting, shouting. Nothing's changed. What's wrong with that picture? And it's not not the exception for saints, you know. More like it happens a lot to us. As I say. We face integrity issues all day long, all day long. But it is difficult to walk as men and women of integrity in today's world. But here's the golden nugget. We walk under the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. Huh? He will lead. He will guide. He will sustain us on this journey. That's His promise. Galatians 6.9 Let us not get tired of doing what is good, for at the right time... We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Amen? amen. Can you say amen? amen? Amen. I'm going to read you some quotes just as a conclusion. Here's a quote. Whoever is careless with the truth in small matters cannot be trusted with important matters. Albert Einstein. Real integrity is doing the right thing knowing that nobody's going to know whether you did it or not. Oprah Winfrey. Did you ever think you'd hear a quote from the poet? Oprah Winfrey. That's an outstanding quote, though. Integrity is keeping a commitment even after circumstances have changed. David Jeremiah. Any of you know who have tried to hold your intent? Circumstances can really mess you up. You know where you say, well, that doesn't apply now. Things are different, you know. Circumstances have changed. I'm not bound to that anymore. Well, you better check with the Lord on that one for sure. One of the primary rules, is a quote, one of the primary rules of navigation is this. What's under the surface should carry more weight than what's above the surface if the ship is going to make it through storms without capsizing or running aground. That's exactly how it is with integrity. What's under the surface had better be greater than what you're showing the world or you're never going to make it through the storms of life. And that's what I'm saying about integrity being under the surface, huh? in the heart, right? So it motivates our every choice and action. So and clearly, integrity is integral to the nature of Father and our Lord, Jesus Christ. It is integral to each of us. So I challenge you to think about it more and focus on it more in a time when integrity doesn't seem to be very important in our culture, you know? doesn't seem to be a highly valued thing amongst businessmen, amongst government officials, amongst professionals, you name it. Uh, Look at the integrity issues that the Presbyterian Hospital is facing up in Dallas. Wow, what an opportunity to try to, Fix it up and make it look a little better because they're in trouble. I mean, legally, they're a mess. You, you heard this morning that somebody else has been diagnosed with bull up there, right? One of the workers? I mean, we're talking some problems. Problems. Big opportunity to, you know, okay, God help them. Pray for them. Yeah, they're trying to do the right thing, I'm sure. Let's pray. Let's pray. Bow your heads. Dear God, we thank you for our Lord Jesus Christ the most perfect model of integrity that uh, that, that there is possibly could be. And oh how we thank you Lord God being our father and loving us even even when we fail in these issues of integrity. Let our heart be quickened and strengthened and, and reinforced in this matter of integrity and let us let us be a, a shining city on a hill as both as individuals and as a family of God here at Generations, that we would stand out for integrity and in integrity, that our eyes wouldn't be upon the waves, but our eyes would be above the waves, like the song we sang this morning that was so inspiring, so so anointed. So, God, I pray for each one of us today. And with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, I just really like to give people an opportunity to respond to the Word, and I just like you to have the privacy to keep. Heads bowed and if, if you feel like the Lord's speaking to you today to focus more on integrity in your life, would you like to just raise your hand to the Lord? To the Lord, mind you. To the Lord. Amen. Amen. See those hands. Amen. Amen. I my hands up with you. Lord, I pray for those hands. I pray for those lives. I pray for those hearts that your word will be written ever so clearly <coughs> on all of our hearts. As we commit ourselves, as we, we, we give ourselves. To your nature and your character in this age of having the law written on our hearts. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank, thank you so
1: thank
0: much. You. You. Right. This morning, I've got a real challenge to share with you—a subject that that uh, I think is integral, integral to to our very existence uh, today. And I'm just going to pray first before I go on. If you'll pray with me, please pray for me, Father God. We we uh, uh, lay our lives down before you this morning in this little season of time we have uh, sharing your word. And I ask you to anoint this your servant to communicate effectively and ask you to open your word to our hearts and our minds. We have several scriptures we want to look at and. And Lord, change our lives. Change our lives. Make them them your life in this place, this culture, this nation, this environment, in this time. And we'll exalt you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, the subject that I want to share with you this morning is integrity. Now... Brother Allen most often teaches what we call objectively. He takes a passage of Scripture, and where that Scripture goes, that's where he takes us. And that is such an incredibly excellent way to teach the Word of God. But there's also another way, and that's subjectively, and that's how I'm going to teach you this morning, and I'm going to teach on a subject, the subject of integrity. Now, I'm going to to share with you a host of Scriptures, but it won't be you know consecutive verses in the bible because i want to look at how integrity is dealt with throughout the scriptures but in this particular day and age it has become vividly obvious that integrity is right at the very heart of the issues of today or the lack thereof the lack thereof i'll just just for example, I want to try to get us in, 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 the, in the thought, thinking in the realm I'm talking about. Let's take, talk about Obamacare and keeping your own doctor, about uh, uh, the IRS with Lois Lerner and, and taking the Fifth Amendment and, and attacking conservative organizations and so forth and not giving them their rightful uh, uh, exemption. about Eric Holder and Justice and Fast and Furious? I'm just, I'm just, these are just news things. I'm not making these things up. Um, just for example, uh Hillary Clinton and the State Department with Benghazi and the death of our ambassador and those heroes, to go back a little bit uh, in in the in the church, Jim Baker and p t l Jimmy Swaggart and prostitutes uh, uh to name countries how about Iran and and, and and nuclear weapons how about north Korea uh and, and their missile uh, and their intentions and Pakistan and their they're jailing the, the, the doctor that, that, that helped us uh, locate bin Laden, or, or China. I don't know where to begin with China, the issues there. Afghanistan and their former leader, uh, and, and Iraq with, with their former leader. I'm talking about integrity, the lack of integrity, the lies. Russia with Putin and the Ukraine. I mean, where, it, it, it's a never-ending story. Those are just examples. I wrote those down this morning, you know, just, just, just off the top of my head. But also issues right right amongst us uh, partnerships how many partnerships have you heard of one of the partners running off with all the money? I mean, almost all of them I've heard of it, it it's huge and and its, it's uh it, it, it's it's just awful. Uh, a friend of we had a friend for dinner the other night he he was doing exceedingly well and ended up with nothing but his house. His partner ran away with everything the business, all the assets and, and um, just for an example, there's several right here in generations, uh, my coworker in India, for that matter, my Indian former I should say Indian coworker in India, uh, uh, trying to steal everything, including our ministry house. Uh, I was watching uh, the news this morning, and t- today they 're having the the Texas toy run, the bikers, you know and and uh, they just discovered that their leader has stolen seventy one thousand dollars of their donated assets. Uh, uh, it, 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 it's all around us, all the time, by everyone, seemingly. And, and uh, uh, we have a member here at the church who, who can't get paid by his former employer. He had to, had to get another job so he could get his paycheck. These are integrity issues that, that we've become almost accustomed to, to hearing about. Just turn on the news every morning. Integrity issues. We're at a time in our in our nation when people have very little to no confidence in our government because it's just all all, 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 all smoke and mirrors. Uh, nobody has any trust uh, in the government. It's at an all-time low, I should say. Now, let me explain. I, I, I live in India half of the year, and when I come back, I, for the six months that I'm back here, I have to itinerate and do deputation and try to raise money. For the workers in India, we don't take any of the money. We don't have any personal income from our ripe harvest ministries. It, 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 we have our social security, and 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 w- when I'm doing that, uh, t- teaching uh, in churches, I I teach one lesson each year that God I feel like is really impressed on my heart. And last year I preached on "Do the Right Thing," and and, 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 and it really uh, it, it was anointed by the Lord. But in the course of this past winter when I was in India, uh, the Lord impressed on me, you need to go further. You need to go deeper. And I realized what he was saying to me. Because you see, if I, this is so important if I can just somehow get this to you. Doing the right thing is Old Covenant. It's Old Testament. If we could do the right thing every time, we don't need Jesus. But the fact of the matter is we can't do the right thing. We don't, we're handicapped. We do not have the ability to make the right decisions and do the right thing every time. We just don't have it. God didn't. He might have given it to us in the garden, but we got rid of it down there somehow. I mean, you know, with sin. And we, Jesus, had to come to write the law on our hearts, and that's what integrity where that fits. It's deeper. It's inside. It's the motivation factor behind helping us be reminded and have the ability and capacity and power to do the right thing. Can you see that? It's a motivational factor that comes by the power of the Holy Spirit and the character of our Lord Jesus Christ and His Father. Now, so you might, I entitled this thing, Who Me? Integrity? Well, I don't have a problem with integrity. You know, I'm good. I'm good. Well, I hope this morning I can help you see that we all have issues nearly every hour of every day with integrity. Issues that seem like they're negligible, but the, there is no small integrity issue. <laughs> it's like being a little bit pregnant. I mean, you know, you either got it or you don't kind of a thing, you know. It's it's, it's all or nothing. Here's my text, Isaiah 11.5. Justice will be like a belt around his waist. Integrity will be like a belt around his hips. That's Isaiah 11.5. Now, to go back a step, the Old Testament was rules and laws. Today we call them concepts, principles, steps, and if you'll follow these things you will succeed in following the Lord. And our Christian bookstores have hundreds of publications and books by by great men of God who list these things. If you'll just do these things, you'll be good. I have a message for you. That is old covenant. That is Old Covenant. Jesus came to write the laws on our heart. Hebrews 10.16, I will put my laws on their hearts and write them in their minds. There's a huge difference between having them written here and having them written here uh, and here. It's a huge difference of redemption because we can't do it. The faster we get to the place to where, where we say, in my weaknesses, He's made strong, is the, is, it, 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 it's, it's the time that, that Jesus is revealed. It's the time that our, uh, the, the preciousness and the, and, and the value, the extreme necessity of our Lord Jesus Christ is revealed. When we say, I can't do it, I have to have the Lord in my heart. And so what I'm talking to you today is, about, is a heart issue. Hmm? Uh, not a striving or a covenant or an achievement issue, yeah. which is old covenant. It took me... Uh, I've been walking with the Lord for over 65 years, and it's only about 15 years ago, that, uh, by, by a great man of God, that I got hold of this reality of the distinction. Can you believe this? I mean, I went to seminary. I was a Navy chaplain. I mean, yeah, I have no excuse. It took me that long before I got it the difference between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. And I'm teaching to you something that's integral today about the distinction between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, right? Now, uh, what I'm really here to say to you is encapsulated is in Psalm 41.12. As for me, you uphold me because of my integrity. David says, you allow me permanent access to your presence. How many of you want permanent access to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? The Holy Spirit, huh? I, I call it intimacy with God. Intimacy has implications, you know, with marriage and so forth, uh, very deepest of relationship. But intimacy with God is not, is, is not crude. Uh, it, 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 it's just a very closest kind of thing with our Lord and Savior. And I crave intimacy hmm, with our Lord and Savior. Uh, and, and that's what was made possible by Jesus coming giving us intimacy with Father, Father even. Now, uh, Psalm 37.3 says, Trust in the Lord and do what is right. Settle in the, la- in the land and maintain your integrity. That goes back even to the children of Israel, you see. Maintain your integrity. Now, uh, let me try to bring it home to us. When you... Um, When you have trouble, when you have to choose a mechanic to work on your car or someone to put a a roof on your house uh, or fix your washing machine, does it give you a little heartburn? (laughs) Huh? Who can I trust? You call up your friends and say, who did you use? You know, how'd that work out for you? You know, when you hear horror stories or you hear, well, it was pretty good. Why? Because who can you trust? Huh? Who can you trust? That's the issue. You see, that's integrity. Who can you trust? How about when you buy or sell a used car to a private party? Are there challenges to integrity there? You know, you buy the car and you wait for the other other, other shoe to drop, you know, kind of a thing that he didn't tell you about. Or he buys your car and he's waiting for the other shoe to drop or something you didn't just happen not to mention to him, you know, a little bit of integrity thing. Yeah. The problem is... In t- uh, who can you trust? Now, it's a, it's a pivotal issue. Pivotal is, you see, corruption or in India, in the culture that I live in, is not the exception. It's the norm. It's the norm. And I'm sorry to say that corruption is getting to be the norm in our country. I'm so sorry to say it. It breaks my heart. It brings tears to my eyes. It truly does because I know where it goes. And I, I know the destructive, the horror of a total lack of integrity in a culture. Um, it, because in India, uh, corruption is a cultural rule. Integrity has no bearing whatsoever. It doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't, honestly. You know, you know, the British, British occupied there for 400 years, and, and it didn't take. It didn't take uh, our Western values, I mean to say. Um, uh, I've said for years that that in, Indian people will sell their mother and their firstborn son for property or money. It, 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 it's just it, greed is a, is a principality in India, even though they're poor people. Greed is a, and, and and I've seen pastors, uh, uh, bishops, apostles—you call them what you wish—just uh, uh, just throw it all away for the sake of money or or, or property. And and it's something you just have to be aware of. Uh, You see, we Westerners, we assume that the rest of the world has the same Judeo-Christian values that we have. Nothing could be further from the truth. And that's why our foreign policies fall flat on their face over and over and over again. We don't get it. We don't get it. They they couldn't care less about some of our values. They think we're uh, deaf, dumb, lame, and stupid. (laughs) <laughs> for our values, uh, because the, 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 it does no, has no bearing on their thinking. It does not compute, does not compute. Uh, it, it's, it's not even remotely true. It has no bearing. Now, in our service academies, integrity is defined, you know, in their creed, in their code that they, they swear to, no lying, no cheating, no stealing. That kind of encapsulates in, integrity for, for, for the academies. No service academies, no lying, no cheating, no stealing. Now, in India, for instance, in these cultures other than ours, in many of them, it's simply a matter of who pays best and the most. Uh, uh, Civil servants, policemen, uh, when they pull you over, uh, uh, you have to pay them a bribe or you, you get locked up. It's not a fine. I mean, you pay that too. But but you, you just simply, and, and if you're white, it's, it's, it's 10 to 100 times more than it is for anyone, you know, any local. Uh, you know, just as an aside story, when, when I'm riding uh, uh, in, in the car or anything or in an auto rickshaw and there's any kind of an accident, I jump out and run into the bush before they see my white skin. I'm not driving. I never drive. never drive in India. Never, 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 never. Because if the white man's driving, oh, my Lord, you'll never get out of jail. (laughs) But literally, I run into the bush, and when the whole thing is cleared, maybe hours later, I sneak back out of the bush, get in the vehicle, and we drive away. It's that that real. It's that real. Um, uh, Civil servants simply will not do their job unless you pay them uh, some kind of a bribe. and, and, and um, they will be responsive to the party that pays them the most. They'll take bribes from both, both parties. And whoever pays them the most, that's the one that they'll, they'll rule in favor of. It, it, it's a rule. I mean, it's their culture. It's the way it is. Um, and then for believers who abide by the word and will not pay bribes, you're in a spot. I mean, trying to get anything done, anything done. Is a huge challenge. I mean, it takes a, a miracle from God to accomplish anything, because you won't pay the bribe. You know, even attorneys are responsive to the party that will pay him the most. No matter who hired him, no matter who initially hired him, if, if, if another, the other, if the disputed party comes and pays him more, you just lost the case. It, end of story. Uh, we had an incredible victory by the power of the Holy Spirit. Bright Harvest Ministries, what we call our ministry, is, is acknowledged, recognized by the uh, Internal Revenue Service, just like the church here, is a 501c3, which means that we're a nonprofit church organization. Been that way since 1983. We have been trying forever to get registered in India this way. Now, India is a, uh, uh, has freedom of religion in their constitution, but they're 85% Hindu, and, and it's a Hindu nation, and they do everything in their power. They make up the rules as they go along to prevent you from ever getting registered as, as a church organization. And by God's grace, we got registered last year. It's amazing! Hallelujah! Praise God! It's just amazing. Now we still have, up till now, we've had to stay under the radar and op- operate for 27 years now. Uh, in India, under the radar, we still have to stay under the radar because they'll do everything in their power to, to, to make trouble for us. But it, if it comes to blows, we're legitimized, you see, and, and have some uh, recognition, government recognition. Uh, now, uh, as soon as I got to India this last year, I felt impressed once again to try again. And I went to our capital city in our state and hired a Christian attorney in quotes. Christian attorney, and and started the procedure again. And my coworker, former Indian coworker, didn't want to see us get registered, uh, and and paid him more than I paid him, and he never did another thing. That was it. He just stopped working, and that was the end. Now that's so. I had to go hire a Hindu attorney, <laughs> um, and and. This is just the way that things work out, you know, in that kind of a a culture. Now, um, the thing about integrity that makes it a challenge to teach is that it's like a diamond, you know, that has all these facets, you know, all these angles. And you look at, you know, integrity is like that. It's a many-faceted thing. And I'm going to try to help you understand from the Scriptures some of those many facets. For instance... Psalm 31, 23. Love the Lord, all you godly ones. The Lord protects faithful people. Now, faithful is defined, as as it says, but he pays back in full those who act arrogantly. Faithfulness is defined as always doing what you say you will do. Did you get that? Faithfulness is always doing what you say you will do. And I've been walking with the Lord, I said, over 65 years. And the one thing I always say to people is, God is faithful. Can okay, you say amen? He always does what he says he will do. Do you believe that? That's been my experience. Say this in this lifetime. Do you think faithfulness is a part of integrity? Amen? Yes. Of course. Psalm twenty five twenty one. Integrity and honesty will protect me because I wait for you. How about honesty? Part of integrity, remember the, remember the academy uh, codes, you know, no lying, no cheating, no stealing. Honesty, integral part of integrity. Uh, Job 2.3, this is the Lord talking to Satan. Uh, Have you thought about my servant Job? No one in the world is like him. He is a man of integrity. He is decent. He fears God. He stays away from evil, and he still holds on to his principles. You're trying to provoke me into ruining him for no reason. Listen, decent. Fears God, stays away from evil, and holds on to his principles. Holds on to his principles. More integrity. Job was a man that God bragged on. I'd just like God to brag on you for your integrity. Whoop de do! I'd go for that. You know, that's a well done now, good and faithful servant. Yeah. Okay, King. First Kings nine four. If you will be faithful to me as your father David was. With a sincere and upright heart, do everything I command and keep my laws and rules. Now, this is, this is, is, is God talking to Solomon, you see, about his up, upcoming kingship. And he talks about with a sincere and upright heart. Is sincerity a part of integrity? Sincerity is one of those facets. Genesis 30, 33, this is Jacob. My integrity will testify for me later on, he says. When you come to verify that I've taken only the wages we agreed on, if I have in my possession any goat that is not speckled or spotted or any sheep that is not dark-colored, it will be considered stolen. Jacob is talking about his reputation. Is reputation integral to integrity? I, I, in my past years, uh, some years back, true in some degree now, I'm sure, Let my let my reputation slip. Do you know that your word doesn't mean spit when your when your reputation is shot? You know what I'm saying? People people can't can't rely on your word. It's 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 defiled. See, it's tinted, tainted, tainted, tainted. Psalm 132:9. May your priests be clothed with integrity. May your loyal Followers shout for joy. Do you think loyalty is a key aspect of integrity, being loyal? Amen? Proverbs 11.3, The integrity of the upright guides them, but the crookedness of the unfaithful destroys them. Did you hear that? Integrity guides them. It's the source of guidance from the Lord. How many of you want to be guided by the Holy Spirit, guided by our Lord? Amen? 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 Integrity is at the very root of what you seek, guidance, guidance, to get guidance, to hear the Lord. Now, what I'm speaking of has universal international implications, and I want to come to those because we're, we're hearing a lot of international news these days. I mean, it just floods the airwaves, Right? Uh poor Obama, he can't get through his domestic issues because the international ones are just burying him, you know. So let's talk about it a minute. <clears throat> Proverbs 29.10. Bloodthirsty people hate someone with integrity. As for the upright, they seek his life. Would you call terrorists bloodthirsty people? Cutting off people's heads? I would call that pretty bloodthirsty. That's what the Scripture says. See, lack of integrity gives them a license to do their evil and their wickedness, their bloodthirsty deeds and acts. The lack of integrity uh, is integral to their thinking. Habakkuk 2.4, Look, the one whose desires are not upright will faint from exhaustion, but the person of integrity will live because of his faithfulness. Nations, even nations, the life of a nation is integral to integrity. They'll fail and ultimately wither and disappear. By way of example, how about Yugoslavia? Where is it at? Huh? How about Czechoslovakia? Where is it at? You know, those are all split up now. They don't exist anymore as such. The, uh, lack of integrity. How about, how about world leaders? How about Saddam Hussein or Hugo Chavez? Where are they? You know? Gone, gone. Gone for lack of integrity, gross lack of integrity. Proverbs 28.6, A poor person who walks in his integrity is is better than the one who is perverse in his ways, even though he is rich. Let me read it again. A poor person who walks in his integrity is better than the one who is perverse in his ways, even though he is rich. A poor person who has integrity has the edge by far. And that's true of nations. How about the United Kingdom? I was kind of shocked to realize, I hadn't stopped to realize, that there are only four nations in the United Kingdom anymore. When Scotland was trying to, you know, talking about voting voting themselves out of the the United Kingdom, I was shocked there's only four. Some decades back, there, there were dozens and dozens of nations in the United Kingdom. What happened? 1947, the United Kingdom set themselves against Israel and the creation of a nation. Even though they're very rich, it didn't mean anything for their lack of integrity about, about Israel. And even America today, uh, since World War II, and, and we've seen an incredible decline in America that has uh, brought us to the place that we are today. And, and, and God only knows where we're going to end up because the decline is continuing, in my estimation, uh, uh, as I watch the news and watch world events. Uh, but just think about it. Even though we're rich, the richest nation in the world, it won't save us. Only integrity will. Only integrity will. Now, Galatians 6-7 is very familiar. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man soweth, that shall he also Reap. So it is also with nations. I give you the Soviet Union, by way, of example. Here today, gone tomorrow. Hmm? The most uh, unbelievably historically unaccounted for event in history. I mean, literally, here today, gone tomorrow. The wall collapsing, all those Eastern European countries being liberated. It goes on and on on and on. Now, it's something about integrity that engenders respect from people. It, it, It... while, while the lack of integrity engenders contempt and releases people to outdo you in your wickedness. Let me give you an illustration from, from India. Uh, in, our, in our writ, in our complaint, both criminal and civil, uh, uh, where this is, a former Indian uh, co-worker of mine won't transfer the house, you see, we, we got uh, legitimized as Ripe Harvest Ministries and the house needed to be transferred from his name. It couldn't be in my name because it won't allow foreigners to own property like we do here. Many nations won't. But so he had said for years and years and years, and he, whenever you're ready, whenever no problem, we'll transfer it to the church, no problem. So when it came time to transfer it, wouldn't give me an answer. Wouldn't give me an answer. And, I, and, and just gave me double talk and double talking. Finally, uh, I I get it. The answer is no. I stood up, walked out of the room. I didn't, didn't throw it. Tantrum and slapped the table like that. Well, the attorney got, kind of got it backwards, and he wrote in the, in the complaint that that my former Indian coworker got angry and threw a tantrum and threatened and stuff. And and uh, 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 so here it is in writing backwards. But you see, my Indian coworker, my former Indian coworker, can take that as a license to do far greater wickedness. See how Bob's lied about me, you know, and this and that, and, and didn't have integrity, you see. He takes that as a license to do far greater wickedness. And I think that we're reaping that in the United States right now, where our lack of integrity has resulted in our enemies taking far greater liberties because of the lack of integrity they've observed from us, even though it's, much very, it's that big compared to theirs. It's that big. You take my meaning? You understand what I'm saying? So the smallest amount of lack of integrity on our part can release the enemy in, 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 in waves of wickedness and evil that we never even conceived of, and it falls back on us for our lack. So I have to fix that thing. See, I had to fix that thing in, in, the, in the writing, in the complaint. Very important. I might have thought, well, this will just add to our case, you know, make him look like a, a, an out-of-control person, a threat, a danger, and so forth. No, 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 you can't do that. can't do that. Stay stay, stay right? Stay right. Stay right with the truth. Stay right with integrity, okay? Now, we, we say that uh, uh, politicians only exceed lawyers, also known as liars, uh, uh, for, for lack of integrity. Uh, and, and, and in this season, time, election year, we've, we see a... Uh, we, we consider it normal, don't we? It's almost as bad as India. The political ads and campaign th- things that are said... It's become a norm with us. It's a, a horror, just a horror. Now, the, the United States is paying dearly for its lack of integrity. For As a nation, I say our lack of integrity. We all have to own it. We're all Americans and proud to be Americans, but we're having a slippage. We're having a decline. <clears throat> and, you know, America, to the best of any scholars that I've I've I, I've read and, and studied, America does not appear in the last day scriptures. You can't find it. And that's always been kind of a, how can that be? You know, we're the richest, most powerful nation in the world here. And, and, and you know what? Watching, his, watching today's current events and watching our morality and watching our integrity, watching this huge decline that's going on, you kind of get an idea how that might be possible. We may, we may not be there as a significant player at the very end. Now, that's just me. You know, we'll wait and see. You can judge me on that down the road. But I just suggest to you that the consequences of lack of integrity can be devastating. How about in your marriage? Try lying to your spouse and see how that goes for you. See how that works out for you. Huh? You know, just a little, little bit. And then they don't trust you about anything. Rightfully so. Right? and 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 takes years to win their trust again speaking from experience god forgive me huh yeah yeah now you know we we say well you know coming back to integrity the nature of it we say well that was good enough for government work you know and and, and we don't do it perfectly don't do it thoroughly right you know and and we say uh uh, well, what they don't know won't hurt them, you know. Uh, I was in construction some when I was planting churches here in America, and and, 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 and you know, there's always that opportunity to stop a little bit short and save time and move on and cover it up, right? You know, goes on all the time, right? And, and wrong, <laughs> wrong. It, we, I'm suggesting to you that, that we have the opportunity to deal with issues of integrity throughout the day almost every day in everything. Relationships, workmanship, politics, you name it, you name it, you name it. Uh, you know, it's just it's just huge. So let's talk about you and me further. You, you say to me, I don't lie, I don't cheat, I don't steal. I know, I know, right? Yeah, I get it. But we live our lives many times according to other people's expectations instead of according to the Holy Ghost and the Word of God. What's popular? What makes people like us? What's, what's agreeable to them? And compromise becomes sin sometimes. Huh? Uh, uh, being a good guy, being a nice guy. It, 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 it can be epidemic. It, it could spoil, spoil our character. You see, To be a person of integrity is to choose between right and wrong and stay with what is right regardless of the consequences, regardless of what it costs us. And sometimes it can be very costly. It can really be costly to stay with your word. Uh, (laughs) We're just just confronted almost by the minute with integrity issues. You will probably be confronted with an integrity issue before you leave the building in terms of, of trying to please people, in terms of meeting people's expectations, instead of, instead of being the person, the man, the woman that God has called you to be and to speak the truth or to, 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 to own up to, to some, some, you forgot something, you know, or didn't do something. It just, come, it just confronts us all the time. And, and, and we don't recognize it as a huge issue. Just by way of example, I like this. I heard this someplace years ago. You know, we come to church, and I've been married, we've been married 56 years. I have some experience with this. You, uh, you come to church, and you're driving down, down the highway, and you turn to the driveway, and you're fighting like cats and dogs about something, you know, arguing, disputing, going on, you know, and you get there to the parking lot, and you're Come in the front door. How you doing, brother? How you doing? Oh, fine, fine, you know, and shaking hands. You come in, worship, praise God, hallelujah, and glorifying God, and, and, and thanking God for a wonderful teaching, and going out and advising, you know, and hit that parking lot, hit that driveway, and right back at it again. The same, same fight, the same argument, the same dispute. What's wrong with that picture? Is that an integrity issue? You see what I mean? It's, it's an ongoing thing, and we all have our disagreements and disputes and, and sometimes shoutings and, and so forth, you know? Uh, and, and, and we can deal with them uh, independently, but to pretend, you know, that everything's cool and that everything's right, that, that's where we get into a severe integrity issue. Yeah. Now, it's difficult to walk as men and women of integrity. It is in today's world but there's one golden nugget we walk under the power and anointing of the holy spirit hmm? he will lead he will guide and he will sustain us on the journey and that's his promise as i said under the law we can't cut it but by the power of the holy spirit and his intervention and the presence of the character of our lord with the law written on our hearts we can overcome By the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, living his life and character through us. Galatians 6, 9. Let us not get tired of doing what is good. For at the right time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Hmm? Yeah? Now, in conclusion, I want to read some uh, quotes. These are from unlikely sources, I think. Here's one. Whoever is careless with the truth in small matters cannot be trusted with important matters. Albert Einstein. always think of Albert Einstein, you know, as a great mathematical intellect kind of a thing. (laughs) That's deep. (laughs) That's deep, Albert Einstein. Here's another one from an unlikely source. Real integrity is doing the right thing knowing that nobody's going to know whether you did it or not. Oprah Winfrey. You ever think you'd overwhelm and quoted from the pulpit? That's a good one. That's a good one. Good honor. Got another. Integrity is keeping a commitment even after circumstances have changed. David Jeremiah. That 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 is where it really gets painful. When circumstances change and you gave your word about doing something, and it's no longer required, seemingly, no longer needed, seemingly, are you gonna stick to your word? Are you going to let someone hold you to your word? Are you going to say, hey, that doesn't apply now? You know, whatcha, 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 whatcha. And, and rationally, you're absolutely correct. But you gave your word. Huh? Never a little bit pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one that's it's a little lengthy, but, but it gets right to the heart of matters of it being written on our hearts. One of the primary rules of navigation is this what's under the surface should carry more weight than what's above the surface if the ship is going to make it through storms without capsizing or running aground. That's exactly how it is with integrity. What's under the surface, in the heart, had better be greater than what you're showing to the world or you're never going to make it through the storms of life. Pat wins. It starts inside. It better be greater inside than what people are seeing outside. What a challenge, huh? That's talking about doing your homework. You know, doing your time with God. (laughs) Your heart time with God. Well, clearly integrity is integral to the nature of Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. It is integral to each of us. I'm going to close with one example that I heard on the news this morning. In North Carolina, a lady... Has a has a little hokey restaurant, kind of like, kind of makes you think of a, a local coyote or something, you know, if you're familiar with that, that kind of place. They showed a picture of it. And this lady is just a just down-home, you know, red beans and rice kind of gal in her 60s. And she has taken the prices off of the menu. You can pay whatever you want. You can have whatever you want. You can pay whatever you want. Her Her patronage has gone up three times over. Three times as many people are coming to her restaurant, and her profits have about doubled. Some people don't have to pay and don't pay. Other people leave 20 bucks, pay for the next table, uh, 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 pay more than they needed to, and, and so forth. She's, she's having a very successful enterprise because she feels like she obeyed the Lord and just took the prices off the menu. Now, how about the integrity, first of all, of those people coming in and have the opportunity to eat for nothing? and pay more than they need to. Isn't that just awesome? Doesn't that just encourage you about uh, uh, about Americans and, 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 and folks and her integrity in trusting God to see her through it? I was, I was awed by that. I was sim- just simply awed by that. Let's all move North Carolina. No. Uh, <laughs> eat for free. No. <laughs> God help us. Come on, let's pray. Please bow your heads. Dear Lord, We sure thank you. We thank you, Father, for your dear Son. And we thank you for what he means to us. And we acknowledge we can't cut it on our own. But by the power of your Holy Spirit and by our acknowledging our total dependence on you, we indeed can be pleasing to you and to our fellow man and be a nation of overcomers, be a shining city on a hill as individuals and as a family of God here at Generations. God help us in the quest for integrity in every small detail, every aspect of life. Lord help us. Lord help us to be conscious of our need in this quest to be pleasing to you and not just to be like you, but to have you in us, manifesting yourself through us. Now, please keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed. I, I, I like to let people respond to the Word of God before God. And this is private. So, if you feel this morning like the Lord has spoken to you and wants you to be more conscious and more more, uh, committed, more... Uh, 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 given to integrity in your life, would you just raise your hand before the Lord and just say, I got it, Lord. I got it. Okay, you can put your hands down. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's just between you and the Lord, and not, 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 not making you promise anything, but just to say to God, I got it. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. God help me. Lord, and I say that again. God help us. God help us to be the people that you need us to be in the earth today, in this earth that is truly in a lot of trouble. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you. Wasn't that good? brother brings life-giving words whenever he speaks, and I'm just standing in awe of him um, as he was speaking. Um, maybe some of you heard about this book that's out by a, a young man that does this series called The One-Minute Apologist, and it's called The Fifth Gospel. And uh, the fifth gospel, the concept is this, that most people will not read the four gospels, they won't read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but they're going to read the fifth gospel, and that fifth gospel is us. And we need to be walking. As part of that gospel, we need to be walking in integrity. Amen? And so while Shake and Kate, I, I asked them to minister to us as we close out this service. Um, and as they minister to us, and they, they did this during the first service, and it just spoke volumes, But I also want to give everybody an opportunity that that maybe heard some nugget of truth during Bob's word. I want to give you an opportunity to respond. And so I'm going to ask the prayer ministry team to come forward right now. And if you heard something where you were convicted by maybe the Holy Spirit or you recognized an area in your life where maybe you haven't been walking exactly in integrity, you know, God is a God. Come, Come forward, prayer ministry team. God is a God of restoration and second chances. And you can walk out of this place this morning. Praise God. You can walk out of this place this morning. You can be renewed. You can be restored. You can be put in a place where you're walking in integrity. You are that fifth gospel that the world needs to be able to